Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Bet the Edge powered by points bet. It's June already. It's crazy. It's a really big day on the sports calendar. Drew will say for tennis and the NBA. I'll say more for the NBA. He's Drew Densick. I'm your host, Sarah Perlman. Always love having you guys live watching us on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel on today's show. This is fun. We don't have one, but two guests with us today as we focus our show on the NBA Finals. We have Chris Miles of NBA TV and our very own Corey Parson joining us to talk game one lines, player props, and we're going to get into plenty of other markets that are actionable for tonight and in the series. And of course, we have our edge of the day, our best bets coming up at the end of the show. Drew, listen, it must feel good to wake up, have a no sweat tennis winner in your pocket, come on the show and be watching Coco Golf Live. What's going on? Well, you're kidding if you thought I woke up to check the EGA score. I had my alarm clock set. I was definitely going to see that in person. I wanted to get a gauge of her. So, form. what time did you get up? Uh, it was like you're six o'clock here. Yeah. I, you it's would think with the match being over that it must have started hours ago. No, 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 no. EGA took care of business in just over an hour. Uh, it was an absolutely lopsided match. But uh, if you wanted to tune in, and watch a match where you have a huge amount of equity on a certain player mm-hmm. and you know you just wanted to see that player just utterly dominate then you got exactly what you signed up for today with Iga Sviantek just taking it to poor Dasha Kasatkina. Kasatkina could hold her head high for getting to this stage of the tournament that was a huge huge career accomplishment for her uh, but she was a brutally brutally mismatched player on the court today um, and we were joking like she would do well to get four games she got three it's okay. Um, six two six one. Iga is through to the final. That was Great a work. ton of fun. We are watching golf live now. She looks very strong. Uh, she is taking on, of course, Maria Trevisan of Italy. Trevisan is just being an absolute pest out there. Um, but I think Coco looks quite good. She has not looked nervous, as far as I can tell you. Uh, she's got. We're the showing the live odds right now set. from PointsBet as we're looking, and I know that yeah. you played the games with Coco Golf yesterday. Yeah, this wasn't nearly as strong a position as Iga. Obviously, that that I have the confidence is quite high right now with Iga. But uh, Coco, I do think is substantially the better player. I think she gets through in straight sets here, um, but uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, Trevisan is, as I mentioned, Martina Trevisan is a pest, uh, and she can make matches tougher than they ought to be. So um, we'll have the to word keep "pest" is not that. used enough in my vocabulary, <laughs> and I am going to feel that from you moving forward. It's such an insult in a strange way, and I am here for it. Coco Golf has not lost a set so far in the French Open. We do not see that coming today. What about the um, men's semifinals? That's tomorrow, of course. We'll break that down a little bit yeah. about it reacting, but Nadal taking on um, Zarev. So what do you think about this match altogether? 
Yeah, I got a couple of uh, plays for tomorrow. We might as well tip those now since they're going to go yeah. off before. The, certainly the Zverev-Nadal uh, match goes off before our show. Um, I think Dog is live. I think Zverev is live. Uh, Nadal brought a level of tennis. Yeah, and honestly, it's, go it's going one way. Like the market it can't get enough Nadal down. And best of luck to them. I mean, he showed you a level in that Djokovic match that I don't think anyone really thought he had. Whether he can replicate that or not is a very different question. Maybe he does come out and he just blows doors off and his foot is fine and he's been playing possum this whole time. That's entirely possible. Um, I think, however, this match sets up very basically exactly opposite of the way that the Djokovic match set up. Nadal needed to be the aggressor early in that match against Djokovic in order to have the upper hand to, to play his game against Djokovic. This is the opposite. I think if he comes out early and he is firing bullets and he is using his resources early in this match, he puts himself at a disadvantage to a comeback from Zverev if he is at a depleted state against Zverev, whose serve is absolutely electric right now. And so I think in general, Nadal's strategy coming into this match is to let the match come to him. He's not going to press early. I think he could be broken early uh, if he is reserving a little bit of his energy for later in the match. And I think Zverev is very live for the first set. So I played Zverev on the money line in the first set. It's I played it at plus 190. Because he's taking because Nadal is taking so much money in this one, you may get a better price as we get closer to to, uh, to this match starting here. You may get 200. You may get 220. Um, but I think uh, Zverev is very live to win the first set here. Um, and at that point, I love uh, the first you know, set. Match, match is on. Yeah. Okay. Nadal, by the way, four and one against Zarev um, on clay surface, six and three all time against him. But we'll see. Am I reading this right, by the way? Nadal's 110 and three all time at Roland Garros. Yeah. He's only been beaten by two men. Djokovic has beaten him twice. And Robin Soderling of Sweden beat him like a million years ago here. So maybe he's tired legs over all the reasons. We'll see. Live dog tomorrow. We'll talk about obviously more French Open, but we have a, we got to talk about the NBA and get into this momentarily. But a quick reminder if you do not have have the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet. Go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands by predicting what will happen in the NBA playoffs on the PGA Tour and NASCAR circuit. And today we're offering a special Battle of the Bets contest where you can tail or fade champion Blake Friedman and challenger Lawrence Jackson for a chance to win. Big day in the NBA. Game one of the NBA Finals out west in San Francisco. And for that, we have Chris Miles of NBA TV and Corey Parson joining us now. So we can really break down not just this game and this series. Guys, thanks for taking the time. And Chris, I'll start with you. We have game one tonight. Warriors are favored. Right now, three and a half. I have seen some fours pop on this side. Total is 212. Ultimately, let's start with the spread. Warriors dominant at home, haven't lost a postseason game in San Francisco. How do you see this one playing out? I think three and a half is a, is a great number, and I think the Warriors won the series, but if you can get three and a half on a favorite uh, for the Golden State Warriors, I would take that. I think if it was any higher, I would go Boston Celtics, but man, that number just seems like a good, easy one. You know, when you see six or seven, you start thinking, all right, that's too rich for me, even five, but three and a half, I'm going to go that route for the Golden State Warriors. This is a team on a mission with all the experience. Uh, I think we saw that the Golden State Warriors, you know, we know Clay, Steph, Draymond, all their finals experience. And the Boston Celtics have zero finals experiences under their belts. I've talked to guys who have played in the finals. They say that first game, it takes like that first half to really get the, the jitters out before you're settled and really understanding that you're in the NBA finals. So I'm going Golden State Warriors uh, hitting that three and a half. 
The Warriors, by the way, I just want to say, combined 123 games of finals experience. And as you said, the Celtics have none. Corey, side? Uh, let's got a lot, lot to get into, a lot to unpack, and definitely glad to be on here with Chris and get ready to discuss NBA Finals. It seems like the French Open has been as long as the NBA playoff, but um, <laughs> we got that rolling right now. But um, now, nah, hopefully, we get a game one tonight, like the 2018 game one, that classic between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron James dropped 51 points to J.R. Smith game. To me, that was the best game of LeBron James's career. So hopefully we get it started like that. Or maybe we get an Allen Iverson stepping over Tyrone Lue moment also in game one. But as far as tonight goes, what I'm looking at is a Boston Celtic team that has been road warriors this year in the playoffs. The Boston Celtics, what's that? Something crazy. Seven and two on the money line on the road. Eight and one ATS on the road. Listen, I think, do I think the Golden State Warriors win this game? I do. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's a one or two point victory for the Golden State Warriors. So I like Boston to come out tonight, cover this spread. Listen, Golden State has been excellent at home in the postseason. But when what Boston has been able to do on the road, I mean, winning tough games, winning a game seven in Miami, they go to Milwaukee and they win a, and they win a critical game six. So you look, those are two of the best wins in this year's playoffs. And I think the Boston Celtics, they will get one of these games at the Chase Center. Okay, that's interesting. I, I tend to agree with Corey here. I got to ask Chris a little bit of a follow-up on the experience part of things. The Celtics have proven a lot these playoffs, taking on more experienced teams and doing nothing but kind of proving their worth. They take on uh, title-winning Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in round one, dispatch them in four. Uh, they take on the, the sitting champion, Milwaukee Bucks, get a very hard-fought road win in game six to extend that series and then ultimately win in seven in convincing fashion uh and then you can argue that in general the heat were the more experienced team having been to the finals the previous season as well as having uh, a number of players with rings on that roster um do you think that in general that uh they have proven enough to counter the experience angle or is it simply the fact that this is the finals and you're expecting some kind of physiological kind of um, you know, the moment is going to be big for these players that it is, you know, this is for real. This is the finals. You make great points that all have caveats, right? So sure. if this was not the first finals game in the Chase Center. And if the Warriors hadn't been away for the last three years and all angry, you know, Steph's gunning for finals MVP, Clay angry he was left off the uh, top 75 at 75, and Draymond like, what, you guys don't think I'm a Hall of Famer? They all feel like we need to solidify this. And we need to send a message in game. That's how I feel about the Golden State Warriors. Now, to your point about what the Boston Celtics and M.A. Udoka and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Robert Williams have done, it's been incredible, including it's the only sweep that we've had in this playoffs, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who were the odds-on favorite for most of the season, right? Won't take that away from them. But they beat the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks, without Chris Middleton, who is their all-star and clutch performer. And I think that's the reason they edged them in that series. Look at the Miami Heat. They don't have the firepower that the Golden State Warriors have or even the Milwaukee Bucks with Chris Middleton. And you're looking at a team that just played two game sevens back to back. Now you got to go on the road while the Warriors were rested in this game one. I just think all of the momentum, uh, including that rest, uh, as opposed to the Celtics who have, what, three days off before they, they head out west. Mm -hmm. uh, man, I, I just think for all of those reasons, I'm saying the Golden State Warriors in game one by more than three and a half. 
I want to talk about the total for just a second, getting steamed, and we'll come back to this game and this series all together. Because as we're live, this total has been getting bet up, looking at 213.5, which I think to most people would be surprising. And I wonder if it's public action coming in. Golden State, obviously, and Boston, two of the best defensive teams. And you look at what the Warriors have done in the first half in particular, taking a little bit while to get things going. They average 54.4 points in the first half. A first half under could be something I could be interested in betting. But I I do want to go back to uh, just the game in general. And, and Corey, I know you have thoughts kind of not only on the series, but game one in particular. So overall, with the experience factor, coaching factor, what else do you have to say about this one, Corey? Coaching factor is something I think that we'll, we'll, we, we're going to get to okay. kind of, I guess, in the grand finale of this. But the experience factor also looks at you got to look at the fact that the logistics that go into an NBA finals. And the Golden State Warriors staff, they already been they're already familiar with this and know how to do this. So just the logistics part of it. But the Boston Celtics, yeah, they've been through playoff series, but this is kind of new right here. So I do think that experience factor plays a role. But I would also touch on the legacy of the Golden State Warriors. In 2019, if they would have if Clay Thompson didn't get hurt and they would have had a chance to go back to Toronto for a game seven, that would have been something because I really think that trio of Steph. Um, Dre and Clay, I think they want to win a championship without Kevin Durant. I think that's very important to the legacy of these players. I think they want, you know, obviously nobody wants to see Kevin Durant go down in that series against the Raptors, but I think that they wanted, when that happened, I think the three of them came together like, you know what, let's show that we're still the core of this organization and this franchise. It didn't get to happen that way. Obviously, the injury to uh, Clay Thompson kind of put this thing on ice for a couple years. I'm shocked to see them get back, to be 100% honest with you, but I think that's really goes to show the organization that they've built. But I would not underestimate the fact that Steph, Clay, and Dre really are motivated to win a championship without Kevin Durant. Okay. These are all very valid points. And I honestly, I was so high on the Celtics coming into this series. I needed to hear uh, some Golden State kind of some real reasons to like, I'll be honest, I need I'm a red team. Celtics. I needed I a red team this morning as well. And it's yeah. all because yesterday's show. So I, I know I, I needed a red team. I needed somebody to tell me that the, that the Warriors had a, you know, they were grinding an, an edge here and it sounds like, you know, the case is real. And actually Chris's points are making me think I should just go back Warriors first half. <laughs> Cause like, honestly, like if, uh, you know, if the, if the Celtics are nervous at all and the Celtics are kind of slow starters anyway, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not, it wouldn't be surprising to see the Warriors race out to a lead here. Um, that said, I do think the, uh, the plus three and a half is the right side for this game. Sarah, you mentioned the total, the total has been steamed. It opened at two ten. It has been bet up to two fourteen, And you kind of were wondering, is this public move? No. This is a professional play. This is a very, very strong move that came in today when limits were up. Uh, you saw it get bet up from 212 and a half to 214 at some of the market making shops all at the same time. Um, this is somebody with the strong opinion that this is going to be an offensive game, not a defensive game, which is surprising because seven percent of the handle on the over at points bet as we're live. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's I honestly am surprised because I I, th I think a lot of people who have kind of been breaking down the matchups in this game have been pointing to the fact that the Celtics offer a team defense that is bar that is unparalleled across the NBA right now and certainly better than anything that the uh, Warriors faced during their playoff run to this point. And I guess, uh, you know, fair, this is maybe a question I can pitch to Chris here. Is there a weakness in the defense for the Celtics or you know, I guess, do you think the Celtics match up if the Warriors choose to go small ball and roll out that death lineup? 
Um, you know, do you think with their length and and in general with the flexibility of that roster that they can match up defensively against the Warriors uh, in, in in what they've been able to do with that offense? Well, let let's get to the historic part here. This is the first time in NBA history that we've had the teams with the best defensive rating during a regular season meet in the NBA Finals, right? 106.9 for both the Warriors and the Celtics. And I know that's like a number. What does that mean, defensive rating 106? It's just, it's a great number, right? Let's just <laughs> all very, very, very good. Yeah. And we've seen it in the way that these two teams play. Now, at the same token, uh, Jason Tatum, we know you could play great defense on him. He could score 16 in the fourth quarter of a closeout game, right, and give you 46 uh, facing elimination. And we know what Steph at play and even Andrew Wiggins are capable of. So I think the smart money for me, I would bet the under here, but I would be afraid of one of these players having a historic performance. But at 214, that's where I definitely start to hit that under simply because we know how much is at stake and how great these teams can be defensively. Um, we have a question coming in on the YouTube channel. So let's take a look as people are chiming in. Steph Curry, 27 and a half. That's his point total for tonight. His rebounds, four and a half, five and a half assists. If you're playing over that 213 and a half, you might as well play over this 27 and a half right here. Um, obviously, with Golden State, they're going to go for that third quarter blitz. That third quarter blitz is normally led by Steph Curry. End of the third quarter, he'll go to the bench. If the game is still close in the fourth, he'll come back in the game and start dominating shots. So looking at the point spread, looking at the total, we do think this is going to be a closer high-scoring game. So I would think that we will get a 30-burger from Steph and a 30-burger from Jason Tatum tonight. Ooh. What's crazy about that, too, is when I see that number, again, also, guys, I like to play defense, right? So I'm always <laughs> looking at it from the, like, defensive perspective when I when I check out schemes. But Marcus Smart, if you go back and look at uh, what well, we know, about him diving for the ball, hurting Steph's uh, knee. But if you go look at their individual matchups when Marcus Smart is on Steph Curry, uh, Steph takes less shots. And it's typically one of those games where he relies on other people and he creates shots for others. So that 27 and a half, I think that's also kind of a big number. And if you look at Steph's finals history, when his team has been healthy, every single finals He's had games where he scores less than 20 points. I know we look at him as the greatest shooter of all time, but the only finals in which he scored 20 or more in every game was the 2019 finals after Clay and KD went down. Steph is the ultimate teammate. And I think in this series where Marcus Smart is all over him, he's going to be like, okay, Wig, go eat. Okay, pull your turn. Okay, Clay, I'm going to take a step back to make sure I draw the defense for us to win a championship. So when I see that 27 and a half for game one, I kind of go knowing Steph Curry, I could see him doing that to make sure that they get the win in this game. one. Oh, that's interesting. It, it, I'll be honest with you. It would not surprise me if the Celtics have kind of a, a, a wild card in their pocket about how they're actually going to defend Steph Curry, particularly in the second half here. Uh, everybody out there is expecting smart Curry one-on-one. It would have shocked me if there's a lot of Jason Tatum on Curry in this one or if they're willing to, you know, kind of uh, really kind of try to push Curry and and, uh, and and really kind of get physical with him early in this series and test his fitness. So, and Drew, um, I do want to yeah. chime in because Steph Curry is averaging under 26 points per game in the postseason this far. He is 6-3 and three to the over in his last nine games, but this is over his uh, total in the playoffs. And obviously people are going to rush to bet the over for Steph Curry points tonight. That's fair point, too. Yeah. I think, and I think that's a big part of it. This is game one of the finals. So this is appointment viewing. You know what I'm saying? There's no 
NFL. There's nothing going on besides this game. This is appointment viewing prime time. When the average better sits down to wager on this, the wager is going to be on the, the favorite and it's going to be on the over in this situation. So that's just I'm going to fade the favorite. I'm not betting the total, but I'm fading the Golden State Warriors tonight. Because like I said, Boston will win one of these games. Could that game be tonight? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I haven't been back in my sports book account, uh, Drew, since the Dallas Mavericks let me down on game two and three. I've been still licking my wounds from that. But I'm going to log back on tonight, you know what I'm saying? Tonight I will log back on and I will place a wager on the Boston Celtics for tonight. Then I'll probably get – I'll probably – listen, I'm just going to be real chalky this one. My MVP pick is going to be real chalky as well, even though the person who I think is going to be the most valuable person is not somebody that we can vote on for MVP. We're going to get your MVP pick momentarily. Oh, Don't wow. you worry, Corey. We're coming around to that. I'm sorry, Sarah. (laughs) We are. And I'm curious. And and this, and before we get to MVP, just because there's obviously the two favorites, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, we just talked about Steph Curry. Let's talk about a prop that stands out first. And that's more points in the finals in the series. And Jason Tatum is favored minus 135. Steph Curry plus 105. Mr. Chris Miles, I go to you first. It seems like you're bullish on the Warriors in game one, possibly the series. What about more points in the series? How do you see this playing out? Well, I think the plus money goes back to what I was saying before. If you look at historically in the NBA finals, Steph Curry's the ultimate winner. I don't know if any of you have ever spoken to him, but he cares about winning above everything else. What that also tells us is that in the finals, he does whatever it takes. And sometimes that means taking less shots, passing more than he normally does. And it looks like the books are with that and they understand. Whereas for the Celtics, if they're going to win, Jason Tatum I think he has to score 30 in each and every one of their victories. That's what I see for the Boston Celtics. I mean, sure, you have the Grant Williams game against the Bucs, right? But if you go look at the Celtics as their offense goes, Jason Tatum has to be the guy. Well, I don't know if that's the case for the Golden State Warriors. So I think you should expect Tatum to take more shots and score more points in the finals than Steph Curry. That's why the money is that way. Well, that's interesting. So I was kind of feeling almost the exact not the exact opposite about the Tatum side of things, but about the Curry and the Warriors side of things, where I feel like if you like the Warriors to win this series, you got to lay whatever it is right now, minus 150. Um, but I feel like if Steph Curry does not outscore Tatum, I don't think the Warriors are winning this series. Um, and a lot of the reason is I feel like there's not really a great offensive role for Clay Thompson in this one. He is a guy that really thrives on hitting his open shots, at least at this point in his career. And the Celtics are just so superlative with their perimeter defense and really making guys take tough shots or make that pass. And so I don't know that I mean, we're going to see much from uh, Clay Thompson offensively here. And then similarly, Jordan Poole is a player that they're going to have no problem picking on defensively. Like they may be able to play him off the court in general. Uh, and his minutes and his contributions offensively may be, you know, quite muted relative to what, um, you know, what is expected of him from the betting market at this point. So the balance is going to have to be made up by Steph. Steph is going to have to shoot well. He's going to have to carry his load offensively and then pick up some of the slack potentially from those other guards. And uh, and so for those reasons, I feel like Steph Curry plus 105 more points is almost the same bet as warriors winning the series and you're getting a better price but um you know i think you're you're definitely correct though if you look at historically in nba finals steph is definitely kind of taken a little bit more of a facilitator type of role and that may be his path here so it's tough for me to say i think it's a tough wager i think it's something that i would i wouldn't take a ticket to the window on this one right here but if i had to make a pick i would go with steph curry at the plus 105 
mainly because I, listen, I think it's it, it's close. So give me the plus money. The way I handicap this series is basically I'm looking. We know what Jason Tatum is, but let's look back at what Steve Kerr has done. Game two versus Memphis. Memphis is making their run. They're starting to. Memphis gets out to that lead. They go to the zone. Now Ja can't get in the paint. Then it becomes a problem the rest of the series for the Memphis Grizzlies. Same thing. Uh, game one versus Dallas. Lucas starts to get hot. Throw him in a box and one. Now all of a sudden Luca is flustered, and and now Luca doesn't know where to go. And we see the Golden State Warriors dominate. Steve Kerr will be prepared for Jason Tatum. Steve Kerr has been the X factor in this year's playoffs for the Golden State Warriors. What he has done as a head coach has been phenomenal. He's really doing his best work right now. I understand the young man, uh, Duque, for the Celtics, first-year head coach, is doing great. But Steve Kerr has really, really excelled in his coaching in this year's playoffs, and I think he'll be ready for Jason Tatum. Steve Kerr's 89 career playoff wins as a head coach, ninth most in NBA history, not just this series in general. He was almost Nick coach. All time, <laughs> yes, winning as playoff coach by percentage in NBA history. He could be the difference maker. But there's other ways to attack this series, right? And Drew, I know you're someone that talks about obviously laying the games or however you want to get involved with what you think is the most advantageous way to bet the NBA finals. What is yeah. it? So I, again, because I think the Celtics are live in games one and game two, um, I tend to think that they could potentially be coming back in game five with a 3-1 lead. And at that point, if you have, you know, if you, if, you know, if they split games one, two and hold home court in games three and four, um, and you're holding a games you know, minus one and a half games or a Celtics in five ticket, then you have a ton of flexibility to bet games five, six or seven at that point because you have, uh, you know, equity in those positions. And I think what we've seen with the market and the Celtics over every series so far is that as they win games, as they look good and, you know, kind of prove the doubters wrong. Um, the market reacts violently. And in fact, it was amazing in that heat series to see them, you know, start out as about, uh, you know, a pick them, uh, you know, or a little bit of a dog uh, in actually, they were meaningful dogs in game one. Of course, they had no Marcus Smart, but they started out as dogs in Miami and they ended the series as like three, three point favorites in Miami. And I think that arc of kind of support in the market for for the Celtics as they're winning games is something you could expect if they go back to Golden State with a 3-1 lead. And so uh, they may be a pick em in, you know, for example, in game five. Uh, and at which point, if you have any kind of a, a games uh, ticket in your pocket, if you have a, a Celtics in five ticket in your pocket, then uh, now you have some flexibility to bet the Warriors in that spot uh, and take a little bit of your equity, uh, put it in your pocket. That's interesting, Drew. I'm going to do the math on that one and figure out how to, how to get that done. See, because the way I have it, I think game five, I think we come back to the Bay Area tied at two games apiece, but with a mm -hmm. split. I think they split in Boston. I think they split in Golden State. But here's the, the catcher. I think Boston comes back and wins game five because I think Boston is just that disciplined and good on the road. Then I think Golden State goes and wins game six and seven because I think Boston has not played well at home. Boston five and four on the money line at home this postseason four and five ATS. So I like the, uh, I like the Golden State Warriors to win a seven-game series. Ooh. I think it's tied up. I think after game five, the Boston Celtics will have a 3-2 series lead. So, and Corey, I want to confirm. Six. Your NBA champion pick, Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors win the series four to three. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that. What do you want from your sports book? Better odds, fast and easy live betting. Sounds like you don't want to just bet. You want to live your bet life. When you bet with PointsBet, the official sports book partner of NBC Sports, you get better odds and bigger payouts all in a fast and reliable sports book. Download the app now and sign up with code NBC2000 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Additional terms and conditions apply. Must be present in New Jersey, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois, Colorado, Michigan, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Pennsylvania. Void where prohibited. Must be 20. Plus. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York, www.pointsbet.com slash terms dash and dash conditions. Chris, I need that prediction. Who wins the NBA finals this year? Warriors in five. And Ooh. I say that because health is a huge man. You know, Robert Williams is dynamic defensively and was huge in that Miami Heat series. And I, I have to check on him every day to try to figure out what's happening with his knee. And when I look at the Warriors, I've already discussed the motivation, right? But they're healthy. Um, I look at Kevon Looney, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. And I go, oh, I'm not concerned with any of their health right now. The only reason I would change that pick is if one of those guys uh, had an injury during the first, you know, two or three games of the series. Then I look at the Boston Celtics. I'm like, man, Jalen Brown's hamstring. He's been working on that. Marcus Smart has like 15 injuries. Robert Williams, is he playing every night during every pregame show? That's what we're going over. I think that that catches up with the Celtics in this series. I think it's been too physical of a run for them. And I think they run out of gas uh, by game three. Now, they could surprise me. They're young. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown are amazing talents. But uh, 80-year-old Al Horford and a banged-up <laughs> Robert Williams and a banged-up Marcus Smart, I think that's a little too much, especially when I look at how dynamic Draymond Green is. We always forget about Dre. And if you're trying to play a prop, points, rebounds, assists for him, I'm jumping in the, the entire series because I think he's going to play out of his mind in this finals. Warriors to win four to one if you want to get involved in that because you like the dubs in five plus 450 on points bet. Drew, we know where you stand. Let's go quickly though for finals MVP, Drew Dinsick. Who you got? 
I'll go with the chalk and the Celtics and Tatum. I think he's uh, this is his playoffs to you know to really kind of make his mark. And honestly, if you look at any all-in-one stat right now, he's playing as well as Kevin Durant. He is uh, going to start getting those comparisons even more uh, after he puts the uh, the Warriors down in uh, in, a, in a competitive series. But I think ultimately Boston wins this one in five. I think Steph Curry gets his Finals MVP. You know what I mean? Kind of a you know a bow on top of of a, of a career that's still going. This team can very well be back in this spot next year. I think Steve Kerr is going to be the most important person in the series um, because of, you know, what he's been able to do with, with coaching. But ultimately, these, these two teams run through two players. The Golden State Warriors run through Draymond Green and the Boston Celtics run through Marcus Smart. So whoever wins, those two players will be a very, will also will play a very important role. I think we have to understand what's at stake with this finals MVP. You think Steph Curry hasn't heard the chatter like, oh, is he a top 10 player all time? Oh, if he wins a finals MVP, yes, we should consider him for that. Absolutely. And I thought, okay, maybe this is media chatter. Maybe this is what we're doing. And Isaiah Thomas, as you guys all know, was a finals MVP. I asked him, what did that mean to him in his career? He's like, it's the end all be all. It's the most important, the biggest thing I've ever done. And I said, okay, you think Steph Curry will gun for it? He's like, absolutely. He's done everything else in his career going into this finals. Why would he not try to win that finals MVP? And I'm like, okay, Isaiah Thomas says it. I'm going to believe it. And I have Steph Curry as my finals MVP. And I think he's going to do it by leading this series in assist as well as he is in points, because that's another knock on him is that he's not a great passer and a true point guard. And we've seen him have great passing uh, series so far in his playoffs. And for all of those reasons, and most likely including highlighting that you guys mentioned, Curry has never won the MVP. He is the most bet by a lot at points bet to be the finals MVP this year. Over 50% of the overall handle coming in on Steph Curry to be the finals MVP at that plus 100 number. Hey, Chris, I'm curious, what's going on with NBA TV? What's your plan for this week with NBA finals week? Well, before NBA, every NBA Finals game, make sure to catch NBA Bet on NBA TV. We air uh, two hours before the tip. And then NBA Finals Film Room, it's really great. We got uh, Willie Green, coach of New Orleans Pelicans, also was an assistant coach for the Golden State Warriors. He's going to break down from a coaching perspective what the Warriors are doing each and every game. And also Stan Van Gundy, former NBA coach of the year, Sam Mitchell, and Jason Terry, a former player for, as you know, those Celtics, those Bucks, and many uh, teams in the postseason in his NBA career. So it should be a great show that we have. NBA bet an NBA Finals film room during this postseason run. Shout out to Jason Terry. Never really rebounded after LeBron James threw it on him that time in Boston. That was a tough one right there. But shout out to the Jet, though. He won a championship with the Dallas Mavericks. Um, Content-wise, you know, Chris mentioned something that's interesting. He likes Steph Curry with the assist. Right now at points bet, you can get Steph Curry to be the finals assist leader at plus 275. And that's a pretty uh, good wager right there. So if you like that, you jump on it. I got some stuff out about some of the futures. Well, it'll be out in a couple minutes. I got 12, 15. Just give me some time. I'm sitting up here talking with y'all, enjoying myself. You know what I'm saying? I haven't even had no breakfast yet. But now, nah, with that being said, so you get that today. Finals, futures at points bet. Already had the series pick and preview out. Going with the Golden State Warriors. And then myself and Vaughn Darzell, my guy, be doing some back and forth. So we got you covered. Even if the finals go all the way up to Father's Day, we got you covered. Then after that, you see me in September when it's time to kick that pigskin off.
<laughs> yeah, Corey's going to need some sleep after the NBA season. You can find his content on NBCSportsEdge.com. All of his picks there, of course, on Twitter at the Fantasy Exec. And Chris Miles all over NBA TV. Excited to see you there per usual at Chris Miles TV is where you find him on Twitter. Both you guys, thank you very much. Weekends are better with MLB Sunday leadoff coverage presented by Uber Eats. Catch the Tigers taking on the Yankees in the Bronx on Sunday, June 5th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern live on NBC and Peacock. To learn more, go to PeacockTV.com slash MLB. And if you want a chance to win $25,000 on the game, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Sunday's free Grand Slam Pick'em Contest. A lot of NBA talk, and that leads us to our edge of the day, which is where you and I will go for our favorite picks. I'm super excited for this game. I'm going to stay up past my bedtime watching the whole thing after some baseball. So I'll begin with you. At the whale capper, what's going on? Edge of the day. Yeah, I think uh, this game ought to be a pick, and yet I'm staring at a market that's going to give me three and a half points. Yeah, what the hell is going on? I'll take them. Uh, I'll take the points. The Celtics are going to be very competitive in this game, I believe. And I, but, you know, frankly, I can entirely see this playing out um, similar to game one between the Celtics and the Nets, uh, where the Nets came up, came out quite strong um, and, uh, you know, really put, uh, you know, put some serious pressure on the Celtics early in that game. And the Celtics had to fight their way back and got a hard fought winning game one. Uh, This feels somewhat similar to me. And so I think, um, realistically, this is not going to be an easy win for the Celtics by any stretch of the imagination. I don't have any money line for the Celtics because I bet them for the series. Um, but I do think plus three and a half points is as good as you'll ever get for this Celtics team, which is the best in the NBA and has been for about four months. Does anyone know who the best capper in the NBA is? I do. It's my co-host. It's Drew Dinsick. Whatever he says in the NBA, I've been following. It's been profitable. You got me on the Celtics. I was upset. To see them beat the Heat, because I'm a Heat fan. That being said, I'm all over the Celtics. Last night, got to fire away on some wagers. You convinced me, so gladly taking the points with the Celtics tonight. But my edge of the day, and I am curious to hear what you think about it. Ultimately, I think Jason Tatum has the most realistic shot if the Celtics win to an MVP. At plus 175, I'm staying away right now, only because if they lose game one, I think you can get involved with a better number and better price. This is more of a little bit of a value play. I like 12-1 to 1 for Jalen Brown to win finals MVP. Um, Um, And if you like the Celtics, like Drew and I both do in this series, then I think there's a fair way that he could win the MVP. Most likely this award always goes to the top scorer on the winning team. Um, If you look at the last 12 or 14 winners, that's exactly who it's gone to. And I think this is worth a small wager because yes, Jalen Brown is the secondary scorer behind Jason Tatum. But I think if he continues to put up a ton of points, he's averaging close to 23 points in the postseason, obviously a few behind Jason Tatum, 6.8 rebound, 3.5 assist or more. This is a real shot for him to win MVP, especially if he has a good defensive game, probably matched up with Clay Thompson on top of the fact that we know the Warriors are going to be all over Jason Tatum, trying to limit everything he can do. So at 12 to one on points bet, getting involved with Jalen Brown before game one happens to be one of my favorite wagers. Is it the biggest edge on the board? No, but I think it's some good plus money and enough for me to get involved in. I think that's a fantastic look, frankly. And uh, if there's one player who you know should thrive taking on uh, some of the weaknesses in the defensive scheme by the uh, by the Warriors, it is Jalen Brown. Uh, particularly if the Warriors emphasize trying to stop Tatum, I think Brown is the beneficiary of that. And uh, realistically, he could have the most impressive stat line, even if Jason Tatum has an amazing series. Jalen Brown is 
he's an incredible creator uh, offensively. And uh, I think he is going to have a very nice series. 12 to 1 is a little bit out of whack. And, you know, realistically, the top three players there, one of those three guys is winning this award. And right. one of them is priced 12 to 1. So why not bet that one? I wish I had a, uh, I don't know, we need to get our producer Adam to get like a choo choo, like a sound, because all aboard the Celtics <laughs> train party of two and a lot more coming at you. <clears throat> The there's plenty there's plenty today. of us there's plenty of uh no, there's, there's, there's plenty of bean towners on, on, the, on the bandwagon today. yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah bandwagon yeah. team and i'm proud to be a part of it should have worn green yeah, yeah. so we have here nice longer show getting ready for game one of the nba finals tonight at a chase center in san francisco he is drew dinsick you can follow him at whale underscore capper for all of his french open plays and nba looks for tonight i'm your host sarah perlman uh, by the way, we are going to find a choo-choo sound effect for anyone wondering. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today. Best of luck with all your best. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.